Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is February, Jen. <laughs> it's okay. I'll let it that out for you. Restart. I'll let it that out for you. Today is Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. The weather today will be a high of one degree in Edmonton, minus three degrees in Saskatoon, and five degrees in Toronto. Thanks, Ivy. Good morning, everybody. We're broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time on the Podbean app. Come join us on that live app. Come listen to the show. Be a part of the conversation like everybody else is who's who's coming in this morning. I can see everybody here. There's a call-in button. You can click the call-in button and ask any questions you want about real estate investing for free or ask your questions in the chat. Which is the most commonly. I was say, we haven't talked to anybody in months. <laughs> yeah, it makes things easier too. But yeah. you know, it's it's there. It's like you have the option um, to click it if you if you if, if you want to talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> um, but if it's easier for you, whether you know you're getting ready for work or you got a toothbrush in your mouth, I get it. Um, just put those questions in the chat, and we'll, we'll gladly answer them for you, and we'll make a day out of it. Heck yeah. Um. I'm just curious. Did I have any leftover questions from yesterday? Mm. I don't think so. <laughs> but I have a couple things I want to talk about today. Um, I'd love to say a few good mornings. Yes. Um, to John and to Lestina. Scotty P. Eric is here. Good morning. Morning, Jeff. Morning, Kristen. Does Listina and Eric um, listen from different rooms, or mm. do they listen from their their phones? I bet you they're. Together. I don't know, because they go to the gym at five, so they're probably like just uh, leaving the gym. So well, I don't know what they're okay, doing. Okay, well maybe they both have it in their headphones. Maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Morning, Elray. Jeff is here. Kirsten's here. Morning, Liam, Kathleen, Garrett, Cody, Denny. Can I make a can I be, make a big shout out to um Hell yeah. To Cody and Liam and Armando on their big joint venture that they uh that they took possession of. Absolutely. Um shout can, out. Yeah, shout out. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> and uh, and also I want to do a big shout out to uh Sarai and Vicky as well. They picked up uh a rental property last week as well. And shout out. <laughs> Um, they, they, they went, they took possession of it and they, they got tenants while they were in town. So they're in, they're in Calgary they're, and they're in, they were investing in, uh, in Edmonton, mm-hmm. bought it in Edmonton, came down for the day, secured tenants, got it all figured out. So congratulations to those guys. LFG. LFG. <laughs> good morning, May. Good morning, Don, Glenn, Josh, Tyson. Good morning, Amanda and Chaston. Kathleen says it's slippery outside. What? I noticed um, it dumped some snow here in Leduc. I'm guessing Edmonton as well. 
Um, I haven't taken a peek outside. But yeah, it was a beautiful balmy four degrees yesterday here. So lots of melting <clears throat> and um, yeah, that would make sense. How much snow? Probably did, sl- was there certain? All right, you finish. Oh, in the, oh, now you finish. Now you go first. It's probably slippery with some snow on top. Uh, unsuspecting. Very unsuspecting. Was there snow in the weather? I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit overnight. Was that part of the weather report? We don't talk about the overnight snow forecast. We talk about the high for the day. We don't talk about overnight snowcast. (laughs) Good morning, Alan, Matt, (laughs) Nathan, Philip. Oh, man. Hey, just out of curiosity. um, You keep keep doing your name thing. Okay. JD says, I think they share one AirPod each. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's cute. I okay. This was this was my this was going to be my guess. Eric says different phones, but usually listen together on the way home from the gym. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um. Hey, did, you didn't happen hey. to get the the weather for for Calgary, did you? No. You know, I was going to add it in, and I was just like, "Geesh, like four cities." Geesh. <laughs> I don't know what's more ridiculous: the fact that you didn't, or you just said "geesh." The like four cities is a lot, and oh it's gosh. always like a degree or two off of Cal off of Edmonton. <sighs> I know, I know, I know. Francis is going to beat us up. Uh, the weather today <laughs> in Calgary is currently negative two degrees. Uh, looks like it feels like nine. You have a forty percent chance. Like nine? Wow, Lamy. Uh no, sorry, for, yeah. it's my first time. We should be fired. Feels like negative nine. <laughs> um, I don't even want to begin to tell you how what I feel like right now. What do you feel like? Um, disrespected. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, she sent a coffee. She's not going to beat us up. Uh, forty degree uh, percent chance of some sort of precipitation. Wow. Um, uh, you got a a, a one tenth of a centimeter. Um, <laughs> potential snow, and uh, you know, it's you know it's going to be dry. Uh, 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 no, it's 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 going to be a little wet today, actually, in Calgary. Oh my goodness! And um, we're looking at about a high of four degrees. But I tell you though, the next fourteen days sure do look great in Calgary. Uh, Friday is going to be oh, just one second. Weather Network just gave me a pop up. Good ad. morning, Emily. Um, Friday Friday is <laughs> going to be six degrees. Saturday is going to be five degrees. Sunday is going to be five degrees. So Monday is going to be six degrees. Are you going to say the whole degrees. two weeks so that we don't need to say it next on on Monday? And well, well I'll tell you what the <laughs> lowest is going to be in the next fourteen days today, and then the second lowest in the next fourteen days is going to be Saturday, February eighteenth. So. Let me tell you, you got a good forecast ahead of you. Good morning, That's Nasir. The weather. <laughs> hey, Nasir. Good morning. Oh, Frances says thanks, Wayne, and she's coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is like, make him stop talking. <laughs> good morning, Sheila. Good morning, Nat. Francis says, thanks for the two weeks weather report. (laughs) All I'm saying is you can put the big jacket away. Oof. Okay. That's, 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 that's what you, that's all people need to know, right? Is is this, is am I wearing a toque? Am I, am I putting my gloves in the car in the event of a, 
um, you know, an emergency. Uh, and am I wearing my big jacket or my little jacket? What was the lowest temperature in the next two weeks? You said what day it was, but you didn't say the temperature. Today. At four degrees? Uh, uh, negative. Was it negative four? I don't know. Hmm. I think I got it right. I think like negative lied. four was the was the lowest high, but like the overnight was like negative eleven or something like that. I don't know. I, I don't have any. I don't have any formal training in this. Wow, minus three. You guys do have a really good weather forecast. Told you better than ours. Told you getting down to like minus ten and eleven and stuff. Okay, maybe we're a little different. And maybe they're worth talking about. <laughs> okay. Um, boy, do we got some great upcoming events. <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. Saturday. The REI Masters networking event in Edmonton. Uh, some really great guest speakers. Topic is going to be buying off-market properties. We've got Matt Legere. We've got Barry McGuire. We've got Calvin Hexter. And we've got Keaton Kirkwood. Amazing panel of experts. Um, Calvin's a realtor. Keaton's a mortgage broker. Uh, Matt Legere is an investor wholesaler, and Barry McGuire is an investor, uh, real estate investor focused uh, lawyer. So, um, very similar to the event, the event in Calgary. Slightly different venue, slightly different vibe, slightly different panel. Can order up some BBQ. Yes, it's at uh, Cook Shack Barbecue. So um, there's there's food there for purchase, and it's my favorite barbecue spot. So order up some some chopped beef or some pulled pork or some brisket, uh, whatever they got available there, and uh, and and have some fun, hang out with some people. Nothing um, nothing makes networking better than a little bit of barbecue. <laughs> they yeah, they should hire me for commercials. <laughs> I want some of that Cook Shack money. That's what I want. <laughs> screw Amber. Yeah. Did you say screw Amber? She's probably listening. Amber. Oh, okay. Amber's like, what the frick did I do? Okay. Um, I'll take a, uh, take a moment to, to hear from our sponsors, and we'll get back to the show in just a moment. Some of you might have heard us talking about DCI Properties and how much we like their process and deal flow as one of the premier wholesaling companies in Canada. But one of the things most people don't know about DCI Properties is that they don't cherry pick deals for themselves. Everything they get under contract, they offer out to their buyers list. That's right, no sloppy seconds from no DCI. No sloppy seconds. <laughs> so if you're an investor looking for their next flip project or cash flowing rental property, get on their buyers list today and check out their inventory. To get on the list for Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash Alberta buyers, or for Ontario deals, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. And we are back. And I couldn't help but notice that Andrew Bowman came into the live studio right when I said no sloppy seconds. <laughs> and I, I just, I just pictured. What a great way to join. Yeah. I just pictured <laughs> how, how he turns the app on. And that's the first thing he hears first thing in the morning. <laughs> um, uh, so speaking of DCI properties, uh, we got a pretty cool deal of the week that they sent out uh, yesterday. Is today deal of the week? No. Oh. Um, <clears throat> but I got one. 
I'm confused. <laughs> so are we doing it? It's a deal, and it happens to be the one we got for the week. Okay. And Are you just teasing people, or are you going to go through it? You know, off-market deals uh, are kind of funny. Like, it's it's hard. Okay. We should have never chosen a specific day. I know, because they come out, and you need to tell the people. Or and, else it's gone tomorrow. And, and, and there's the other thing, is that, like, you know, a lot of times, they don't, some of these good deals, they don't have you know, the luxury of waiting until next Thursday. Yeah. So they need to, you need to get it out quickly. So, um, you know, it's a deal and, and, and it, we're currently in the middle of a week and we're going to tell you about it. That's Do what it. I got. That's what I got. Uh, detached bungalow for secondary suite conversion or quick flip in Edmonton off of 70th street. Um, purchase price, $170,000 or best offer. Closing February 28th. So um, let me uh, let me just pull this up here. Okay. Um, so for those of you guys that want to get access to this deal, you got to be a part of the, um, the DCI properties buyers list. Okay. So you got to join into the buyers list in order to get access to this, or you can just reach out to them. Um, like on the, the, the website and email we just provided for you in the commercial, um, three beds, two baths. So five bedrooms total, um, two and a half baths. Wait, what? What did I say? <laughs> three beds, two baths, three, three beds plus two beds equals okay. five beds. Okay. <clears throat> three beds plus two beds equals a total of five beds. And uh, 2.5 bathrooms. Got it. Uh, 1,152 square feet. Uh, it is currently vacant. Built in 1959. Uh, furnace is 2009. Water heater 2011. Upgraded electrical. Uh, what else we got here? Roof is is older. Windows need updating. Uh, suggested renos junk removal fresh paints bathroom and kitchen uh, updates cosmetic throughout new floors basement updates i'm gonna read through the uh description here uh check out this great investment opportunity close to downtown commonwealth stadium and all amenities this five bedroom with two and a half baths has roughly 1150 square feet of space and a full basement that could be converted to a secondary suite Sitting on a 386 square meter lot, there is plenty of space to add a garage. With renovations to the basement, kitchen, bathrooms, and flooring, this will help with the return. If looking for a quick flip, no matter your strategy, there's room for a return. Currently sitting 50K under market value and 170K to full ARV. If interested in viewing, reach out to Adam directly to set up your time. Um, so, so comparable properties here. Um, 249 and 270 and again this house is uh is is currently priced at 170 so well below market value good opportunity uh reach out to the guys at dci i feel cheated that we didn't get the tune deal of the week <clears throat> uh... <laughs> there you go <laughs> Awesome. Hope you got some questions in that vault. Mm, I got some stuff. I got, don't you worry. I just wanted to, 
is it quiet in the chat today? Yeah. Like really quiet? Like really quiet. Don't worry, guys. It's not like one of those rant, you know, Wayne goes on a rant days where he starts pointing fingers and stuff. <laughs> Don't worry. It's, it's, I'm actually in a pretty decent mood. It's good to be alive. After that, after that stomach flu, I thought I was going <laughs> to die. I'm, 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 I got a whole new look on life. <laughs> Trust me. I'm, I'm feeling good and I want you guys to feel good. Um, uh, so Cody says it's a great day for a jog. I thought I that Kathleen said it's slippery out. <laughs> it's a terrible day for a jog. Um, uh, Garrett says our burr is delayed two weeks for financing. Wah, wah. <laughs> oh yeah. Are they at least, well? At least they're giving you two weeks. E true, true. I mean, if you were a seller, would you would you like pull it? Depends. Okay. On demand. Were there backups? For two weeks, though. Yeah. Um. Cody says I'm jogging right now. Oh God, be careful. Um, Garrett is uh, he says, but now I have time to work on my motorhome flip. So he also says bank foreclosure, so they can suck it. <laughs> I love reading Garrett's comments out loud. <laughs> uh, that's too good. I don't, uh, I'm going to feel really bad about this, but I don't recognize Ryan um, here. Ryan Myers. Is Ryan's first time on the show? Mm, perhaps. Ryan's going to Ryan. be like, dude, we've talked 12 times. <laughs> and and I, Second, I, he says. Second time? Okay. Yeah, welcome I always, back. Welcome back. Yeah. I, I always, I always kind of feel really because like I, there's a, I get a lot of DMs. I get a lot of people adding me on Facebook. A lot of people joining in the, the master's group. They just kind of hang out in the back of the room kind of thing. And, um, you know, it's nice to see new faces on the podcast. Absolutely. Um, so please don't take offense. Um, but uh, it's good to hear it's the second time. Um, and good morning. Okay, so um, Gabby, we are uh, we've been busy, mm -hmm. and uh, we're we're a little behind. We're overdue. For our quarterly inspections. Yep. I wrote it on my board yesterday. For obvious reasons. Actually, I wrote it before that phone call came in. Yeah. Yeah. We got a fun phone call. Uh, <laughs> yeah. G Gabby, um, I don't know if you were preparing dinner or something like that or whatever it was. The kid was home. So, yeah, it was. Yeah, about to. Um, so, we see a 780 number. And I think it was like we were dealing with something else at the same time too. It seemed like we were, we were in the middle of a conversation. I think three yeah. things punched us, um, punched us in the groin at the same time. At that time, mm -hmm. it was it was like a weird. It was a weird moment. It was like pow pow pow. It was like um, an an email about one of our deals, and then something else, and then the phone rings, and Gabby like had her finger hovered over like accept or don't accept. And she, like her hand was shaking. Oh, it wasn't. <laughs> I'm just trying to build some suspense. And she's like, did that person ever call back? So, so what was going through my mind at the did moment? Did that person from 
did the city of St. Albert ever call back yeah. about trimming that tree? But her hand was like shaking. <laughs> what was it? And I'm like, just chill out, Gab. Oh and I'm like, first, and then I'm, I'm wondering, like, the city of, of St. Albert called me. <laughs> How did you even know that I ignored the city of Albert, St. Albert? I, I can hear through events. So I eavesdrop on conversations. So she, then I'm like, you're listening to my calls now? <laughs> City of St. Albert calls and says, uh, leaves me a message, and I put it on speaker. Says, hi, we're here, and we're trimming trees. We'd like to trim your tree because it's close to the power line. I'm like, I don't got time for this shit. <laughs> so I just ignored it. So all this is going on. Gabby's hand. <laughs> and then I'm like, just ignore the call, Gab. Don't answer the phone. I'm like, how, like, these days, like. Yeah, we don't answer numbers. We don't know. <laughs> We we made a decision as a business as as a business pe type people. Um, we don't we don't answer the phone ever. <laughs> well, it's just like it's you're too accessible these days. Even if it is someone that's legit, I I don't have the brain capacity, the energy to take on another problem or someone else's whatever someone else needs while I'm working on something else. Yeah. So message, send leave me, me a email, message I'll and I, <laughs> exactly email or message voicemail. And I will get back to it when I, when I've cleared my head and I have the ability to take on something new. Right. <clears throat> I'm like, Gab, you don't answer the phone. Just click decline. So she does. Um, and so I go and I listen to her voicemail and can we play it? No. We can't? No. It has like the address and stuff in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I wish we could play it. Like, you know what I'm tempted to do? I'm tempted to like upload it and I want to upload it. Maybe I'll do that today. See if it's possible. Don't accidentally click on it. <laughs> um, What I'd like to do is like, is upload it because uh, you can probably email it to me, right? I, I, I can read it and omit. No. Well, okay. Okay. You can read it. Um, but I want to, I'm going to want to play it tomorrow and I want to bleep out like the personal information just so you can guys get a feel of like what it's like to get a phone call like this. Now I'm like, I'm overselling this thing big time. Yeah. It's like, I was going to say, there's that. actually no real details in the message. It wasn't until he called back that we got the details. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So what is, what does voicemail say? It says, Oh, hi. I'm just inquiring if you are the property manager for one, two, three, four. 56th Street. That's my go-to address now. Okay. <laughs> In Edmonton. I've got some information that you'd like to hear about your basement tenant. If you can call me back at 123-456-789-10. Too many. 780. <laughs> yeah. It would be lovely to discuss with you. Thank you. So I've got some information that you'd like to hear about your basement tenant. Call me back. Now this this tenant's already been, um, you know. Wayne 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 picked them, so. Fuck! I did pick her, didn't I? Yeah, against my wishes. Well, that's what you get for like sin. <laughs> that's what you get when you get me to pick tenants. Um, <laughs> fuck! I did pick her. <laughs> Son of a gun. Um, I've got a bad track record for yeah, picking tenants. Yeah, really, really bad. Um, um, my bad and average is terrible. Like, I don't think you've successfully had anybody good or like stay their term or not owe us money. I really don't think you've ever like <sighs> name one. 
Come on. That's, one. that's right. I can't think of one. I can't either. But if I did, would it make a difference? <laughs> <laughs> I might start to trust you a little bit more. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So paints a decent picture of what this tenant's like. And she's currently behind on rent this month. Um, she lot switched jobs or something like that. Yeah. She's a contract um, dog groomer. Just something about the way that it's like this. It sounds contract dog groomer makes her sound like a like a like a hitman <laughs> or a hit woman. Um, contract. So she she gets paid for when she 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 grooms dogs, not an hourly rate. So um, times are tough uh, in in that industry. I don't know. <laughs> um, but she she had to transfer to a new place and uh, and it was things things have been a little rough. Oh, ruff, ruff. <laughs> someone, someone got it. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Scott. Um, so she only paid five hundred of her whatever it was, nine hundred bucks, and uh, so we we agreed. Um, did we cover? She this? gave us no. Um, I kind I mentioned it in a a post or something briefly, um, but yeah, she so she contacted us and said that she didn't have the full rent. And she gave us a date that she would, um, which is really what we want to know and what we want to hear if somebody is going to be late is that they know that they'll have it paid by such and such time. Um, and then we make that arrangement. And if like, depending on the situation, in this situation, it was her first time being um, late. So we agreed to accept that. She's been a pain in the butt, though. Yeah, she's been a little bit of a pain in the butt. Um, just tenant. uh upstairs uh main floor basement tenant disputes and stuff um so yeah it's it's been a little bit of a pain but anyway she paid partial rent and she said that she'd have the rest by the 10th which is friday yeah yeah um so we didn't think much of it uh and and you know i mentioned uh, about 10 minutes ago that uh we're behind on quarterly inspections so we haven't been in there since she moved in which really wasn't that long ago, was it? Uh, fall, September, October, I'd want to say. Okay, so we're a couple months maybe overdue. Because um, I remember I was in there. It was warm-ish. Um, yeah, it was warm-ish because I remember that was the, the same time I was telling the upstairs tenant that they weren't um, taking care of the, the yard maintenance. Because the overgrown weeds and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd say probably around, yes, August, September, something along those lines. So we're, I think we were due in November. Um, but anyways, so we give this guy a call and uh, and he proceeds to tell us all about, well, d did you make notes of this? Uh, no, but he basically said that there's, um, a whole bunch of damages inside the suite, that there's, um, a couple holes kicked in the drywalls in the kids' room, that there's, floors, uh, warped. floors warped and damaged from water sitting on it and, um, and then some, yeah, some damages. Um, was that the majority of it? 
I can't really remember. Uh, she smokes uh, oh, yeah. pot and cigarettes in the bathroom. Um, she doesn't have a job. He's been paying the rent. Um, turns out, I guess he's a ex-husband that they were trying to reconcile. And so he's trying to sabotage her. Um, and he just found out the day before or something like that, that he uh, was losing custody or whatever, or shared custody of, of their kid. So he's, he's on a. Yeah. He's trying to take her down. He's trying to take her down. And, you know, all those you guys were complaining that she wasn't shoveling. I was the one out there and all that dog poop you guys were complaining about in the backyard. I was me cleaning it up. So you can expect that not to be done. Just little, just it was dumb stuff. Um, now, I kind of, I kind of felt bad for the kid the most. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's sitting there telling me that he's lost custody of the kid. And meanwhile, he's trying to like sabotage his kids you know yeah living arrangement living like trying to get them evicted lives you know what i mean that's just i mean maybe he's using out his ammunition like you know that's it's not a stable house and he gets she get the kid but it was um it's a very uncomfortable phone call uh but you know to find out that the the sweetest damage it, it um what our plan after getting this phone call, because that's probably what people are wondering. Like, what do, what do you do with a phone call like this? Mm-hmm. Do you go in, you know, immediately and do a victim? Um, do you go in and verify in a victim? What can you evict them for? Well, she's already paid this month, which, you know, we already have an agreement that if she pays by ten- the 10th, we're not evicting. So it's like there's no grounds to evict her right now <clears throat> based off of unpaid rent. Um, if she doesn't pay by Friday, then we have grounds. Right. Uh, damaging the property. It's kind of a. It's a debatable one. You know what I mean? A couple holes in the wall. Um, it's not like gross damage, but it, it, it could be it, like it's it's up for debate. You know what I mean? Like if you take 100 percent. Oh, I, I think that if you I just I it's one of those discretionary things. And it's like if you were to go to the, in front of the RTDRS, like the mediator, I feel like they would say, well, like, what if they repair it? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, hey, things happen. There's domestic disputes. You know what she's going to say? She's going to say that the the ex-husband did it. And I wouldn't be surprised if he kicked a couple holes in the wall before he left and then called and said that she did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what's left? She's on hard times because she, she you know, lost her steady place of, you know, employment and her ex-husband who was there and he was helping her out, but you know, you know what I mean? Like you kind of have to, I have to, I have to think from both sides of this of like what's actually going on. And maybe she's, you know, she's, she's a little rough around the edges, but like she could be the victim in this situation mm-hmm. and he's just 100%. sabotaging it. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to look at it from the, that lens and also from the lens of what the mediator's also going to see as well. Cause when she comes in, she's going to have her own story. And if she's, whether it's, it's true or not, if she blames the ex-husband for all this stuff, then all that there is is that she was partially late one month. Her ex-husband kicked some holes in the walls, right? And her kid damaged the floor by accident. Is that grounds for eviction? It, when you look at it from that perspective, th- like an, a third person like looking in, no. Right. Hey, stuff happens. 
it would it be okay if she paid for the the fixing the wall and repainting it she apologizes she's sorry about that and she fixed the flooring in the bathroom would it be okay if she stayed if she got caught up on the rent that's what a mediator is going to do because a mediator wants they don't they don't want to put people on the street right and things like this happen and to get a member our bar is very low for basement suite tenants so that's that's kind of what i'm thinking i'm thinking about what's actually going on and then if i do take this through eviction what am i up against in an argument right mm -hmm. and what are my grounds for eviction right i think that you're right i think we have enough because of the repeated not picking up the feces not shoveling the snow late on rent there's like continuous yeah. stuff and it, we have an email saying that she's like, I'll do my best, but I'm not going to be able to I'll be able to always get the snow and that kind of stuff. We can just show that there's just been continuous um, um, neglect uh, for her responsibilities in the lease agreement that we can make a strong case. But if she pays by the 10th, do we evict her? The damage is already technically done. Yeah, and the one hard thing is like, okay, so damages happen. They can be fixed. That's not a big deal. Um, the really hard thing is like for me, if you're smoking in our suite, that is a full hard That's, like, no, you're you're out of here. Yeah. But try proving it if they don't leave. If there's no like, like doobie sitting in a on the sink, you know, when we go to do the an inspection. Yeah, the edge of the bathtub. If there's no physical evidence you technically cannot prove it. Mm -hmm. Even if it stinks, you can't capture the smell of it when you go to try to go to the RTDRS, you know what I mean? So. <laughs> yeah, and if, if she's a smoker, it's going to smell like smoke in there because it's just mm -hmm. all over her clothes and stuff. Now, you know, we've been there. We've seen the little Folgers, uh, you know, coffee can of like cigarette butts outside the door. So it's clear that she's smoking outside the door. Um. <sighs> Again, this guy's a real fucking douchebag. Pardon my language, everyone. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have a whole lot of respect for this guy. Um, I'm going to take a little side note. Uh, he went to great lengths to find Gabby's phone number. Gabby's, um, Gabby's, uh, Gabby's number is nowhere to be found in the lease agreement or any communications whatsoever. Yeah. for for this and we don't give out Gabby's phone number specifically because I don't want her getting phone calls like this so we have our rentals email which is you know the communications agreement that's where all communication you know goes through um, and then for emergencies is my phone number so to get a, a voicemail like that I, I before I even called the person back I'm like how did he get your number and I asked him and he's like, well, I looked at like your Zumper ad and then I found some old ads and then I reverse engineered. He Googled the address he Googled and found an the old address Zumper ad. And then like found your phone number and just assumed that you were the property manager. And so like he went to like great lengths to find this, to like to yeah. really screw her over. So I wouldn't put it past him. Maybe he's, again, you kind of have to assume the worst. Maybe he's a real douchebag who was like helping her out during a hard time, you know, marriages are kind of, kind of funny. And maybe she's trying to kick him out and he's the one smoking and, and joints and cigarettes in, in the, in the bathroom. 
Or maybe he does it before he leaves, just out of spite, just so he can tell the landlord to get her kicked out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we come in there, 24 hour of, uh, you know, a notice of inspection. All right, we heard some some troubling news. We're just here to inspect what's going on. Up, As we suspected, there's three holes in the wall in the kids' bedrooms. There's There's spliffs everywhere. There's holes in the, you know, and the flooring's all pulled up. And the door's off its hinges. You're evicted. And she's like, it was my ex-husband. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just have, I have to, I have to assume that at the very least. Yeah. That's the other thing though, is that, um, is that we know we kind of knew this, not knew it, but we had suspicions before and he confirmed that he, that he had moved back in Yeah, and he there. was not supposed to be there and nobody informed us. And, but like we had heard some rumblings about the vehicle being there and the, the, the boyfriend or whatever, um, always being there. So there was suspicions, but yeah, he just confirmed it. So there's that as well. It's like, yeah, a mountain of shit to sort through now. <laughs> so we haven't necessarily made a decision on how to go about handling this yet. What we're doing is we're just, we're gathering more information right now. And, you know, we've given her until the 10th and, and I checked your email. I wish you would have put a time on that email. And, and that's just a recommendation for, for you guys is um, always put a time of day. So that way you're not waiting until 1159 on uh on on the day that you say that needs to be paid back by because it's just like for me like if it was by noon then i could have sent someone down at 12 30 to serve an eviction notice you know what i mean and i realized it was also a friday so i can't do a notice of inspection on saturday a 24 hour why i don't think you're allowed to do it on weekends yeah you can mm, i gotta i gotta it's not day of worship if they claim I got to freshen up on it. Okay, but like then that means that we would have to serve it on Saturday morning, which would be Sunday mm -hmm. day of worship. Best case scenario, Monday. Right? So it's I, I and I'd like to double check on that. I, I don't I don't think you can serve it on a weekend, can you? I, I, I haven't looked at it in a long time. And we don't have to do, you know, notices that often anyway so it's like yeah, it's been we... a while since we've yeah, dealt we with anything run. yeah um you know what i love about all of this though like when you were making that call back i don't know if you saw but i like pretend threw up because i'm always like what what does this person have to tell us like what has happened you know what i mean mm -hmm. like it could have been anything the, the the voicemail was just like I have some information about your tenant that you will want to know. <laughs> he kind of did it in like a monotone, like <laughs> scrambled voice. And um, so when you were calling back, I was just like, for the love of God, take it off of speakerphone. I don't want to hear it. Tell me after. Like, and so, but you had it on speaker. So I did like a pretend throw up because like I got that gut feeling like, oh my God, I don't want to hear this. But then after when I hear like, oh, there's holes in our walls and they're smoking in the suite and the flooring's warped. Um, I was, I was like the call ended and we were like, oh, well, we'll wait until the 10th to see if she pays the rent before we do anything. Cause number one is always get the money, right? Mm, yeah. So get the owed money and then take action. Um, like if it was like 
two weeks away that she was supposed to pay us, we might reconsider that. Yeah. But it's like two days away. So we're like, okay, wait for the rent. Yeah. Um, it puts us then, in a better position to, to so we don't have. May I just finish my? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So wait for the rent and then we'll whatever, decide what to do from there. And then literally like Wayne went back to his office and I started cooking dinner and I haven't thought about it until this morning when you brought it up. I love that. I love that. That's a great point. This would cripple me before. And like even that that initial feeling of like wanting to throw up when you called back on speaker, that was like such an old school Gabby feeling yeah. that like I don't feel at all anymore. Do you, and I think it was just the great unknown of like, is somebody dead in our suite is, um, you know, like, like it, it could have been literally anything. Yeah. So it's just like that brief unknown. And then I was like, oh, she just trashed our place. Okay. Time for dinner. <laughs> That's, we, we've talked a lot about this, about how it's, it's the uncertainty that throws us off yeah. that makes us uncomfortable. Yeah. It was the unknown, the uncertainty of what was actually going on that gave Gabby anxiety. And then the second she had all of the all information, the yeah. then she just knew what to do. Yeah. And even though it's going to suck and we're going to lose money off of this, I, I know that already. Oh, yeah, 100%. As soon as you hear something like that, it's like, okay, we're probably going to lose anywhere from 500 to 1500 bucks on this. Yeah. But it's like, there's nothing we can do about it. All we can do is just put our best foot forward to make sure that we make it as much as possible, reduce it as much as possible, try and get the best outcome. And otherwise like it's not like we can go down there and like slap an eviction notice on her forehead and say get out no it's a long process and it's it's not in our favor so but that's just part of doing this business is that this is going to come from time to time and we've had a good run yeah um i think our last um i, I was just thinking don't fucking say it what I you're gonna say no you don't oh, go ahead you wouldn't you wouldn't be upset about it if you knew what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I think our last um tenant issue, well, okay, I can think of a couple little ones, but our last big one was um the tenant who uh was quote unquote deported. And like Okay, not my tenant. <laughs> I can't remember no, Oh yeah, was that was yours. me. Yeah. That was the Quebec of um no, uh, no, no, wash. No, no, no. No. Wasn't that the washer dryer lady? No. You sure? So that I was going to say that was our la that was our most recent one, but that wasn't even a big deal. Like they paid 2 months rent to break their their lease early. We had it filled. Um I think we I think we had like a half month vacancy that we paid out of that. Yeah. Um so that wasn't like it wasn't a big deal at all. But yeah, our deported tenant, quote unquote, deported because I still don't believe she was deported. Um and yeah, so this is like, and that was a year and a bit ago. It was winter. Yeah, I think it was like January of 2022. So yeah, a year ago. Yep. Yeah. So fun times. That's not bad. No. <laughs> um, so what we were saying a, a few minutes ago was that we're just going to gather up the information once we... Once we see if she pays rent, ideally she's going to pay rent early. And I was going to mention this to you last night, but I didn't want to ruin your night. If you can make a note of this, just to send an email tomorrow on Thursday and say, hey. Just a reminder. Just a reminder. Can you please send that rent before 1 p.m. or 12 p.m. on the 10th? Um, and you can just come up with some BS excuse like, 
we had to borrow the mortgage payments um, or something along those lines. Uh, we, we had to borrow that mortgage payment and the money's due back um, by noon. So we just need the money by noon so we can get that e-transfer back. At that point, she has the opportunity. You can send it today if you want. She has the opportunity to be like, oh, okay, I'll do my best. And then you can come back and say like, okay, but like, I, I, I get that you say you're doing your best, but I, I need to know for sure that it's going to be there by 12. Um, otherwise, we're going to have to take further action. And then if she's panicky or she knew she was never going to pay it by then anyways, she might send an email saying, well, like, I can't guarantee I'm going to have it by then. I might have it by Saturday. Then I can go, you know what I mean? And move forward with like a, you know, if I don't think it's coming, then I'm going to serve a 24 hour notice of inspection. Inspection. We're going to go in there. I'm going to see what's actually going on. Right. And I'm going to get in there on Saturday. Because I want to get in there on Saturday as quickly as possible, yeah. right? I'm not concerned about her midnight moving. To be honest, the fact that we already got 500 of this month's rent and we're only eight, nine days in is actually really good. It's half the rent. We're actually in a good position that I'm not going to lose as much. The longer I let her stay in throughout the month yeah. with with only receiving 500, it, the, the more money I'm going to lose because I'm never going to get that money back from this person. She was never a great candidate anyways. It's it's a, it's a complicated suite with the cornerstone program. So there's like um, uh, there's an income threshold. She's only allowed to make a certain amount of money. It's a hard suite to fill, um, because they can only make X amount of dollars a year, and so the yeah, it there's there's like all these requirements for having a tenant in that suite. So um, to refill that suite is 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 a pain in the butt. But um. Yeah, I, that's why I, I want to get this ball rolling as quickly as possible so we reduce the amount of money that we're going to lose. Uh, I don't care if she leaves early. I kind of want her to. It would be much easier than going through the whole eviction process of mm-hmm. 14 days and then filing and then, um, you know, the RGDRS hearing in six weeks and then finally getting judgments, you know, to remove them and then one week after that for them to have their time to get all their belongings out. You know what I mean? It's a mm-hmm. long process. We'll get it. But eight weeks of unpaid rent is and no real way of going after it, it's going to cost us a lot of money. Yeah. If I can kind of coerce her into just like midnight moving, that would be ideal. Just being honest, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. if I can, if I can. Yeah, we're not getting anything from her. We don't like, it's just. I prefer cut your she losses. Leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I might even, I might even write my emails in a way that kind of pushes her in that direction. Hey. You leave right now, we won't go after you for the thousands of dollars that you're going to owe. Something along those lines. You know what I mean? Yeah. She she clearly doesn't understand the Residential Tenancies Act, right? No. So I'm just trying to get I'm trying to get the best outcome for us possible because I know we're going to lose money and I'm trying to reduce as much as possible. Now, if I go in there and not that bad or like she does pay rent on Friday, mm-hmm. I'm going to if we do get rent on Friday, then I I might consider letting her stay. As long as rent comes in next month. Again, the holes in the wall, it's not like I'm going to go in there. Like, I'm not going to repair them until someone's out of there, right? Mm-hmm. If I can get her to see through her lease and she just tells me, hey, it was my ex-husband, yada, yada, yada. I'm going to pay to get these done. I, that's probably what I'll go about doing is saying, like, I'm not going to pay for this. And you're going to have to pay for this. And you're going to have to pay for it right now. Now, if you can, if you cover the cost of these repairs... And right now, and you pay your rent on time for the rest of the lease, and I'll let you stay. It it might 
You know what I mean? Like it might be easier. Mm-hmm. So, but I won't know until I get in there and have a really good feel for the situation. And I'm not just going to jump to conclusions and be impulsive. Um, I need a little more information first. But that that's kind of how we're seeing this and playing this out. And I and I figured that out right after I got the phone with this guy. Right. And I think that's why Gabby was okay too last night. He's like, she kind of knew what was happening. Or at the very least, you knew what I that I had it figured out. Right. You know, I said to you right when we got off, I'm like, so wait until I said her, yeah. her rent is or the remainder of her rent is due on Friday. Wait until then. And you're yeah. like, yep. <laughs> yeah. So we're on the same page as like what needs to be done. And you know, a lot of this stuff can sound really scary when you've never dealt with it before, or maybe you've only dealt with it once or twice. But when you get to a point like this, and this just comes through experience, guys, when you get to a point where like this, where you kind of know how to handle every situation, it's just, you just go back to making dinner. You know what I mean? Or you just go back to your conversation about, you know, um, you know, your renovation project or, you know, your next deal. The only way to really get there is through experience though. So don't let this unknown hold you back from buying your first property or getting your first tenant or buying another property. Just, just know that, you know, we're here every morning, right? You have us, Gabby and I are here every morning, every at 6am, you just come on into the show and just shoot us a message and we can, we can talk through, you know, your problems with you for an hour. Like we said earlier, if you want to talk, just call in and you can let us know the situation and we can help you work through it. Right. You've got free support right here every morning, but I, I, I don't, I don't want things like this to, to hold people back from taking action because mm-hmm. the problem is, is that you need to get through a few bad apples to understand how to handle them yep. in order to get to a spot where you can, you're not so anxious anymore with situations like this yep. and avoiding them is not the right approach. I've had, um, I've had experienced investors who have been doing this for years, um, reach out to be, reach out to me, DM me and be like, I need help. I've had, like such and such happened and this has never happened before. I've had such good tenants. And, but then all of a sudden they're finally facing something go wrong and they have no clue what to do. Yeah. Like no clue what to do. I'm grateful. It's like, it was some of the worst moments. <laughs> it what it felt like some of the worst moments of my life. Sorry, it wasn't. Yeah. But at the moment, it felt like some of the worst moments. I was so riddled with anxiety on our first few tenants when shit went wrong with like the first three in a row. It Did was, I choose them? Yes, Wayne chose them. I was so anxious that I literally thought that like I was having heart attacks. Like I was going into panic attacks. I was so anxious. I was having to like pull over and deep breathe and like in tears. And like, I just thought that like life was ending in in those moments. But I was, I am so grateful that we learned those lessons right out of the gate because it allowed me the knowledge and the experience and the certainty on how to move forward. And now, like, I mean, I just explained like how this, how this one impacts me. It doesn't. 
Yeah. It's like you just move on. Like this is just part of it. And knowing that it's part of it and not worrying about, oh my God, if we get, if like, what if this next tenant turns out to be a bad one? What will we do? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I just like at some, at some point it doesn't matter anymore. It's just part of the process. Yeah. And I mean, if you looked at like all the tenants we've ever had and you, and you ranked them, she's probably in the bottom five. Yeah. Yeah. This situation that we haven't really fully dealt with yet. Um, she's probably in the bottom five, which, and, and, and it doesn't bother you whatsoever. Yeah. Experience is the only way to get to it though. Yeah. Right. Um, I guess what I'm, what we're trying to say is you have to kind of endure some really crappy situations to, to get comfortable, get, well, to get, I don't want to say more comfortable with them, um, to be able to handle them, to be able to endure it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think you should ever feel like you're comfortable with it. It's, it's not fun. Right. Um, but it is part of the business that, that you're in and, you just have to understand that, that you can't just buy rental properties with nurses and doctors and, and lawyers. And that's, you know, everything's great and rent comes in and they take care of the place and it comes back the same way that you, that you gave it to them. No, it doesn't. It, forget that. Forget it, please. Um, even the best tenants, you know, stuff happens. Life happens. Situations happen. The, like somebody in the, the ideal tenant can, uh, can lose somebody close to them and go into mental like health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you, like you, you, that's the thing is you never know somebody's past. You never know where they've come from, and you never know where they're heading if something bad happens. Yeah. Right? Um, a a job loss, like a major job loss, can be devastating to somebody and the and cue the downward downward spiral. Yeah. Like life happens, and you never know, you know, what's next for anybody. Hmm. There was, um, it's funny, um, I wonder if I can pull up the, there it is, yeah, I wanted to pull up the email. On a, just a very brief side note, and you can go back to that, um, on a happy note, our first, uh, our first renewal of the year, um, or our first, uh, lease end, <laughs> I'm having trouble thinking of words, our first lease that's coming to an end this year, um, is renewing, so yay. <laughs> Uh, with an increase? With an increase. Yeah. Uh, $75, $75 increase. Yeah, we got we got a lot of um, renewals coming up. Yeah, we do. Or lease ends. And um, that's something that I w- I'm really looking forward to talking more about on the podcast is is uh, is our renewals and what, what our rent increases are going to be because yeah. we've been hearing about this for the last six months about rent increases and we've been seeing a lot from 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 like our mentees in our master's program and also um just from a little bit of research we've done so it's nice to kind of see what's coming up because we didn't have any any leases um and over the winter except for i think one or two because they just because didn't we or evictions or something like that we had some some stuff in the didn't Mm we oh check your emails (laughs) um i'm pretty sure we did uh but yeah, now we're this, it's the first time in, in quite some time um, that we've we've had the opportunity to do a little bit of research to find out, okay, where are the rents at? Where are the rents at? What can we increase them to? Um, and, and we need to because 
interest rates have gone up, which makes mortgage payments go up, right? And we have a lot of open, um, adjustable mortgages um, where mortgage payments went up. So yeah, we kind of need to cover that. And um, a lot of mortgages are renewing this year. We, yeah. We're starting to get the the notices that early renewals are coming up. We have a couple in May, don't we? Two in May. Yeah, two. Well, three technically. Both really? sides. Well, the both sides of the duplex uh, plus okay. the yeah. Gotcha. Um, so it, it it's 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 quite um, interesting, and we're looking forward to that, and we're looking forward to covering that. Um, I didn't really want to go too far off topic because now I'm going back to that tenant again. Son of a gun. <laughs> Um, there was something very interesting that like she put in her email and I, I wasn't a part of this email thread, this, that this tenant sent, um, it was on 8 AM of February 1st. I don't know if I should read this whole email without pre-reading it. Um, but it was, it started off with saying, good morning, please hear me out because this is a hard time I'm going through. I will have the rest to you within a week. This never happens, but this last month has been a struggle. Yada, yada, yada. Just it, like she got to us at 8 a.m. on the 1st, which is nice, but it's also I would have preferred like a week before the 1st. Yeah. If you know you're not going to be able to pay the rent. Don't. Yeah. Don't wait. Yeah. So her EI ran out and, you know, she was supposed to get paid in a new job. And now they're saying they're not going to be paying her until March. Yada, yada, yada. Um, it all seemed kind of legit. Um. But then, you know, we sent a, a, an email back saying, you know, we have a strict policy on rent being on, paid on time. We'll consider it. Um, please tell us when it is that you're going to be um, paying that rent by. Um, exactly. So we can write up a, uh, a repayment plan. Now, actually, when this happened, that's it was this email that inspired me to do that post on Facebook about the repayment plan. Yeah. Right. Um, now, after that, she sent this email that had that provided no extra benefit to the conversation or the problem or the solution um the solution i mean she says no later than next friday and i am aware of that trust me this was hard enough for me to even type out people fall on hard times it's not okay to kick them out over it though especially when there are kids involved we never talked about kicking her out yeah you know we never yeah. talked about kicking her out. We said further action could be taken. But like, you don't pay your rent. Like, yeah, you're going to like gonzo. But the fact to say people fall on hard times, it's not okay to kick them out over it, especially when there's kids involved. That pissed me off. I was going to say it automatically puts us reading it on the defense. Like, excuse me? Like, we didn't say we we're kicking you out. Like, don't don't start throwing accusations. Yeah. And so like it uh, like it definitely did not go in her favor to to send that email. Like it just pissed us off. That was very dumb. Yeah. Because we do not have to bend over for her. No, we don't owe you anything. We don't <laughs> like we've done everything that we are obligated to do in our lease agreements and per the, re- uh, the Residential Tenancies Act. We are helping you. And to say something like that, that kind of, you know what, had she not written that, I probably would have just been okay and moved on. But that right there put me on the defense. Yeah. And now automatically, if you don't do what you say you're going to do, gonzo. Yeah. Just to, and and now I'm almost like trying to, it it makes me feel bad because it it, it villainizes me. That's what she did. She villainized me. Well, you can't, even if I don't, you can't kick me out because I have a child. You know, this isn't my fault. And that's kind of the crappy thing about rentals is that like, you automatically get villainized. Yeah. But, it's a business though. Just we always need to remember that it's a business. Yeah. And not take it personally. But that shit right there, I know can affect a lot of landlords and investors. That little that little yeah. sentence right there. Yeah. 
will affect them. And they're like, oh, she's absolutely right. Or I don't want to put this. And then, you know, they, they, they use their, their children as a human shield. Yeah. You know what I mean? From, for, to protect them from, from their bad decisions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and, and I don't, I don't know if necessarily bringing that up made me look like less of a villain, but it's, you know, it's, I, I wanted to point that out. Cause this is just, again, for those of you that have never dealt with this or, either never had a tenant or has never, you know, you've gone years and I've always had great tenants and I've never had to go through this. You know what I mean? These emails will come through. And as you continue to scale and grow, they're more common and more probable because just more tenants equals more problems. You know what I mean? <laughs> eventually. It's just statistically, you're going to eventually run into them. It's more likely. It's more probable. Um, but knowing how to handle these situations and like, that's why I want to have this discussion today is it, it's going to f- familiarize you more with the situation, how to handle it, how to approach it. And also to know that there's other people just like you, Gabby and I are just normal people. And, and everybody else here on the show is just normal people doing great things to, to, you know, to build a better future, right? I want you to know there's normal people just like you that is going through it and we got through it and you can get through it too. Okay. Uh, did you save Josh's question? I did. Okay. Yep. I awesome. got your question, Josh, buddy. We'll get to it tomorrow. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I felt like there was something else. What did you talk about right before I got into that? Renewals. Renewals. I want to talk about renewals um, later on this week too as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll see. How, you know, I'm going to make a note of that. Just uh, don't mind me. Just uh, flip through some paper. And Garrett says, go smoke them if you got them. He really liked the um, doobies and spliffs. <laughs> I'm old school, Garrett. <laughs> Doobs. You can tell I'm not a pothied or a pothied. Is that what they call them? I, I get it. Pothead, it was but... it was a Simpsons joke. Okay. I think it was a Simpsons joke. I was like, are a you pothied. really just that? <laughs> Square. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, thanks so much for joining us, guys. Have a great um, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 